sure you will all agree there are things that need to be done in this country today. So now wake up, everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. Wake up, everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. Welcome to life, living intentionally for the empowerment of ourselves and our families. We are a podcast about everyday people that want to live a life of empowerment. You can definitely expect transparency from us and our guests. We will talk about the many matters of life. We are here to discuss real life matters that affect many of us, such as dating, parenting, education, entrepreneurship, and more. Again, the foundation of our podcast is transparency, and we are living intentionally for empowerment. My name is Viviana, and I'm here to learn and bring awareness to our community. Welcome to life. Uh, we are here today. We're going to be talking about the differences between men and women, and we have two special guests. We'll start with the ladies first. We have Delia Howard. She's from Portsmouth, Virginia. Um, she is a woman, so she's going to be talking about her ex expertise in reference to how women communicate, uh, the relationship uh, that we've had with some men, uh, perhaps, uh, whether it's even with sons or just friends or uh, romantic relationships. And then we also have Patrick Befford. He is originally from Alabama, but he now resides in Virginia. He is a man. He's a father, uh, and so he's going to give us his expertise in reference to how men communicate, and maybe we can kind of bridge some gaps today. Um, I want to thank you both for being on the show today. And again, um, as we always state, uh, the purpose of this podcast is just to create conversation, dialogue, and the number one rule is to be transparent. So we're just going to talk a little bit. And again, with no judgment uh, on any part or anything like that, these are just personal experiences that we've been through. Um, my name is Viviana. Um, I am uh, a female. Of, I'm a mother of two boys. I'm divorced. Um, I'm 42 years old, and I have experienced uh, a divorce. I've experienced some good relationships, some bad relationships. Uh, the fact that I grew up without a father, I've realized that has made some impacts in my life in reference to who I've chosen as a mate. And um, I have, because I've noticed, I've noticed those uh, lack of things in my life. Because I have two boys, I take great consideration when it comes to raising my boys. Uh, their, fa their father is very active in their life. And, um, you know, I could have moved back to New Jersey or something like that, but I just kind of chose to stay here after our divorce because I know the importance of having a father in the picture when a boy um, is present. Um, so one of the things that we kind of wanted to talk about, um, uh, Patrick, if you can kind of take the lead on this, is... Um, as women, we like to deal with, you know, all of us are here over 40, right? So we're, we're mature adults. And so we want to um, kind of talk about the different, because we've, as women, we've dealt with some men and we've de dealt with some males. So there's different struggles and sometimes we don't see it right away, especially when we're younger. Now, as we get older, we see the differences between a man and a male. So what are some things that you can tell us from a man's perspective as to how do you be, how do you cross over from male to man? Well, Viviana, first of all, thank you for allowing me to be here to have an opportunity to utilize this platform 
to maybe say something to make a difference in somebody else's lives, whether it's the male perspective, mm -hmm. female perspective, and everything I'm going to say is not, it's my opinion. And I'm glad so that you mentioned that at the beginning. We, as uh, men in general, we communicate different, we look at things differently. I often say that women think and hear in pink, men we see and think in blue. The responsibility of being a father, the responsibility of being from changing from that boy to a man is a process. I'm a little country boy from Alabama. I grew up in a large family of nine. I'm the youngest. Mm. So I've seen a lot of some good and some bad. And even though that uh, I didn't have a father in my life, there were other men around me, other families that was around me that I watched. And I've seen the difference uh, between having a dual parenting home and not having one. The responsibility is the big part in regards of being that boy to a man. Biology will let you know you're a man. Mm, right. Uh, by gender itself. Mm -hmm. uh, but the re that, that, as a boy, you, biology-wise, you're a boy. But when you come into that manhood, it's accepting the responsibilities. Being a good provider. Uh, and that doesn't always mean financially. That could be providing wisdom, providing guidance, life lessons. Um, so the biggest difference between me from a boy to a man is about the responsibilities. Yes, I agree. Um, and I think that that's what takes you kind of over, right, to, to the manhood part. Because I think a lot of the times we meet someone, let's say, and we just kind of just casual conversation. But once we start to have that day-to-day -day operation and conversation, that's when we can kind of tell, oh, he does go to work or he doesn't go to work or, you know, he has responsibility with his children or no children or, oh, oh um, you know, my car broke down or I have to take the bus or whatever situation where you get to kind of see from conversation, you kind of get to see what type of lifestyle they have, right? And I'm not saying that it's judgmental because you, you don't have a car or anything like that, but you just kind of get to see how they handle situations. I know before I had kids and before I was married, whenever I went on a date, I always wanted to I always look forward to that day that we went out to eat and we got bad service because I wanted to see how their response was going to be right because sometimes it's good when everything goes great but that day that you they mess up your food I want to see how you react and that tells me a lot about the person indeed so so that that's crucial for me but yeah uh, what about you for Delia what um, what are some things that maybe you have seen in reference to dealing with a male versus with a man with with men and then also how does that what role does it play as to how you were raised and the women that you saw like the woman that you are today is it a combination of the different women that were around you because sometimes we see situations and we choose to either do the same thing that we saw or we choose to do something different the difference to me he took the words out of my mouth is responsibility um, to me that's the difference and a male and a man. Um, a male, he exists, he functions, he does all of that. But it's almost like, 
to me, maybe like the focus is on him. And maybe that's because, you know, he has no one. But then when other people come into your life, whether it's a wife or what, because you can be a man, it doesn't have to be, you know, just to your wife, just a man, period, with the responsibility. So the example of a man to me is somebody responsible, take leadership. To me, it's somebody that I can, because to me, I've always, I mean, you've had the conversation that ever since I was a little girl, it was certain things going on when I was growing up and it had me to be serious minded and it had me to like, I had to be strong. Even mm -hmm. an older lady told me that, I told you a few months ago, she said, you've had to be strong ever since you was a little girl. And I don't want to go into it, but it had me to like be strong. So all my life, you know, I know how to trust a man if I'm dealing with a man, but all my life I've had to be strong, but dealing with a man versus a male is where I can relax. You know, I can trust him. That doesn't mean that I solely lean and depend on him, but I just trust him and I can relax. So to me, that's the difference between yeah. a male and a man. It's someone that I can trust, someone that I know that they have my back and I have their back as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, we're kind of like all saying the same thing. And so that falls under the same provider part of it, right? It's just like for women, our number one would be uh, security. So we're looking for emotional security. We're looking for financial security. We're looking to, uh, I'm an only child, right? So even that part of like, let's say there's a, there's a situation at the job or somewhere and some type of um, disagreement with someone, I, I'm kind of like looking to my husband to say, hey, like you need to like say something, you know? So is that part of like that physical security that I also want? Um, you know, just like, you know how back in the day they, they always say the woman walks on the inside of the street and the man on the outside. So it's, to me, all of that is that security thing. And I think when, like when you mentioned the word, um, Delia, uh, leadership, right? Uh, tell me why sometimes, and I'm not saying that you do this, but sometimes us as women, especially today, because we're so independent, right? We mm -hmm. make our own money, play, pay our own bills, our own house, everything. We could do it by ourselves, right? Right. Uh, but sometimes there's a lot of women that deal, they, they then get, a, let's say, a potential mate, and they struggle with um, letting go of the leadership that they've had to run for so many years, right? And so as we, we, because we desire to have leadership from our man, why is it difficult for some women, maybe somebody that you've come in contact with, that they have a good man, but they struggle, their relationship struggles because the woman doesn't allow him to play his role? Because they didn't have that foundation from the beginning. You know, most of the time, probably when you see that, she didn't have that male role in the house, you know, as a father. So she didn't have it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, and going through life, she probably didn't get it in relationships, you know, like like it should have been. Right. So, yeah. What, what do you think about that, Patrick, about the whole leadership and women not accepting the leadership from a good man? I love a strong woman. Mm-hmm. I believe women are the, and I know I'll probably get bashed on this, but grown men would respect it. Women are the, to me, women are the pillar of the household. Mm -hmm. I grew up by a strong black woman who raised nine of us by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why I take my hat off to women so much. 
everybody has a role to play, my perspective, in a household. And and it's not being male chauvinist or nothing like that. Uh, because it can go both ways. You know, who's ever the best at it? Correct. Mm-hmm. It's the way I look at it. I'm the type of individual respect goes a long way with me. Mm. So me, I've always looked at a a strong woman, wanted a strong woman in the household because I knew I'm not. I'm only here temporarily. Correct. So sooner or later, I'm gonna leave. So I know that one day, that if I'm with a strong woman, that she can still hold it down when I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I served in the military for 24 good years, and I knew I wasn't always going to be around. Mm-hmm. So I needed someone that was strong enough to be able to handle everything in my absence, Correct. to be able to raise our children, my child, my son, and teach them the same things as if I was here. Mm-hmm. You know, So I love a strong woman. Some uh, people fear from it, mm-hmm. but I like a strong woman, but not too strong. So give, me, I wanted an, to give be, me an example of what too strong looks like. Uh, me personally, too too strong is that you up in my face telling me what you're going to do. In my face provoking, knowing that I'm not going to touch you, mm-hmm. but you're being dominant as if you can beat me up. Gotcha. Bully That's like. too strong. Bully like. Mm-hmm. Uh, too strong by telling me uh, I'm going to respect you, but tell me what you're not going to do. I'm going to do it my way. I don't care. who. This is my house as well, where it becomes a conflict. And it now there's walls. Divi- words like that create division. It's walls being built up. And now I'm afraid to talk to you because I know how you're going to react. Mm-hmm. So now, to me, that's too strong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to respect you because, again, I told you from the beginning, I respect women. Um, so the leadership roles, everybody has a role to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, emotionally wise, if I'm with a, in a relationship with a woman, I know there are certain things that she's going to be a lot better than I am. Right. Communication. Uh, she might be better than that than me. Mm-hmm. She might be better than finances with me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to respect that. Mm-hmm. So to me, whenever you're in a relationship. Somebody has to lead. Somebody has to lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, and somebody has to make a final decision. Uh, very, very good points. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Delia, tell me how uh, sometimes I think we've been in relationships where we know that our man, let's say there's conflict in the, because every, every uh, relationship has conflict. Mm-hmm. If there's conflict and sometimes the man may become too aggressive with us, right? Um, sometimes I, it has been my experience that the aggressiveness is coming from the fact that they're hurting. Right. Um, sometimes it may be some childhood childhood hurting that has not been completely healed as you get as you become older. Um, how? Uh, what would you tell women as to how should we respond to men like that? Um, like for, I'll give you an example. So sometimes I, I'll give you a child example. I remember my son was four or something like that, and he just 
what we would call a temper tantrum, right? Um, so I just, instead of lashing out at him, I just came down to his level and I held him, right? And I spoke to him and that calmed him down and we never had that situation again, right? So it sounds like it's cliche or that doesn't happen, but that's a, a true story. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me how, because sometimes I think, uh, sometimes we as women, don't comfort like we just kind of lash out and we don't talk and we don't dialogue and we become so harsh even though that's not we want our man to kind of like be soft with us but sometimes we're too harsh to them and then it doesn't work so I think sometimes we need to be a little bit softer with men when it comes to conversation or putting ourselves in their shoes and, and showing some empathy hmm when you've been in a situation, what, what what have... When I've been in a situation with someone being hostile, for number one, I don't like to argue, and I can only speak for me. I'm not one that like to argue. I don't like the hooping and hollering. You can have a disagreement, and you don't, like Patrick said, you don't have to be, like, yelling at each other. You don't have to be, like, cussing at each other, you know, things of that nature. But I don't know if it's from him hurting or him trying to be in control or him not knowing how. I believe it's more so from what I've seen, not knowing really how to, how to express yourself. A whole lot of men, not all, but a whole lot of men from what I've seen, they really don't like communicating. You know, you can have a big disagreement. They don't and, like it or they just don't know how to? Well, you, you, they don't like to because at one point in everybody's life, you have to get to where, you know, if you want an individual in your life, you have to learn to talk to them. Mm -hmm. If you can talk, you know, sports, sports and all of that, mm -hmm. you know, you can disagree on that, then how is it that, what is it in you, and I don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, what is it in you that can't talk to your mate? that you love the same way you talk, you know, yeah, she's not your boys, but she's someone you love. She's someone you live with, you know? So if you, if someone, and I'm like you, if you come off and you yelling and fussing for number one, I'm gonna be like, why are you yelling? I'm not yelling, you know? And sometimes that do help, that do bring them down. But even in bringing them down, sometimes they will deal with the issue then and then sometimes they won't. And then uh, I've also learned, because I used to be, and I'm not hot-headed, I can be, but I used to be, <laughs> I used to think, and you and Shanita and other people had to tell me, I used to think that it was A to Z. I was the type of person, I was the type of person that if it was an issue, it had to be dealt with right then and there. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn that you can't do that all the time because right. I'm a peacemaker. I don't like to walk around and be like, hey, man. you know, no, I don't want to live like that. So I used to think that it had to be, I had to learn that it was a middle. Mm -hmm. I had to learn, you know, that it was a middle and I had to learn, and I'm strong on respect, but I looked at it as being a form of disrespect when somebody don't want to talk about it right then and there mm -hmm. to try to force them to, you know, but yeah, you have to deal with this but we don't have to do it now. So I think a whole lot of time, you know, like, because men are different, and I can't tell you really how they are. You know, I, not really, because, <laughs> oh, I can't even tell you how I am sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes we have to, like, just say, okay, sweetie, all right, 
and walk away. They know that it's not over with. They know it. And then we come back. And then a whole lot of times we don't have to come back. They'll come back, you know, and y'all can be like going to the drive-thru. And all of a sudden he'll start talking and bring it up, you know, what the, you know, the, the issue was, you know, when you were disagreeing. Mm-hmm. And he'll bring it up, you know. And next thing you know, it's like, why couldn't it go like that at first? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that we do, and just like he said, too, there are roles, you know, and you have to know your place. And that don't mean that in a negative way. Mm-hmm. But you you just don't be hostile. You know, if he hostile, you're hostile. It's so not going to get in the way. It. Yeah, you have to offset it. And I'm like you, why are you yelling? Okay. And just walk away and come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Patrick? <laughs> About all this if, stuff? If, if I had a daughter <laughs> or even yes. my sister, yes. I'd say run. Right? Oftentimes when men are expressing... You said run? Run. Run. Mm-hmm. Run. Okay. That's my advice for you. Here's my reason for saying that. A lot of times in regards to communicating, men, we express anger real fast. We're, in regards to communicating, one of the things that we express best is anger. Mm. Why is that? Because a lot of times when we as men, we process inwardly. Mm-hmm. Women process outwardly. I'm not comparing, but yeah. sometimes we like Jesus. We come back three days later <laughs> and tell you, hey, you remember I was, I was thinking about what you said the other day. You know what? You mm-hmm. were right. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. But, and you're like, what are you talking about? So we process mm-hmm. internally. We'll think about it. A lot of times we don't respond right away. We come back three days later and tell you after we thought about it. Mm-hmm. And then we express our feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, the old book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Mm-hmm. we just different. Right. We communicate with our way of love is by buying you things, doing things mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. I remember reading a book called Love and Respect, right? And it was a couple that was talking about that in regards to differences because we don't understand one another. So through my own personal experience, relationship-wise, I've learned the main problem that we have with communication is not understanding one another. And sometimes we as men, we express things in anger. But to us, women, most women from my perspective, is that you're more you're emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. So you want to be loved. And me as we as men, we say, well, if you respect me a little bit more, I love you more. So then you find yourself in a rat race mm-hmm. of saying that the reason why I don't buy you these things is because you don't respect me. Well, the reason why I don't respect you is because you're not showing me okay. the affection that I'm, that I'm looking for. Right. So I think a lot of times it's understanding, understanding how I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, from the moment that I said that I'm a little country boy from Alabama, grew up with nine children, your pencil started right. Yeah, the youngest. Yes, the youngest. <laughs> so it gives you some insight. That's the reason why I say, hey, you want to know about me? Take a 12-hour drive. Because mm-hmm. you learn a lot about somebody in the car. Right, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, so understanding, I think the main thing is about a lot of times in regards of anger, frustration, is because we haven't been taught how to communicate. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to express 
we have been taught as a young child to be able to express our emotions in a different way. Mm. Uh, one of the things that I teach my son is to watch me. Mm-hmm. Watch how I react. How I allow him to engage in when I conversate with other adults or other people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll put it on a speakerphone and let him listen to grown men talk. Mm. So that you'll know how we how I interact. I see you come in, I'm doing a business transaction, so you will see how I react. Very similar to like you said on a first date. Mm-hmm. If the order's not right, how are they going to respond? Correct. So you're watching that. And that's why I tell my son all the time, even when you don't think somebody's watching, people are always watching you, watching what you do, watching what you say, mm-hmm. how you behave. So that communication between a man and a woman, a lot of times is how they was brought up. Because the reality, all we're doing as, a, as an adult is acting out what we learned as, as a child. Mm-hmm. We just grown our bases a little bit deeper now. But a lot mm-hmm. of times we just acting out what was taught to us. That's true. That's true. Did you have anything to say, Delia? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I saw your face. Mm-hmm. Making all these movements. <laughs> um, that was those amens. Amen. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've all heard of the book, Five Love Languages, right? So they talk about words of affirmation, gifts, act, acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. Have you any of you taken that test? So I've never, I, I took it a long time ago, but it's pretty much... And you don't even have to take the test, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if I, the author might kill me by saying for saying that, but you know. So words of affirmation like "Oh, you're beautiful," "You're handsome," "You look nice today," comments like that, right? Um, gifts, you know, buying things for the other person. Acts of service. Oh, do you want me to vacuum? Or oh, you want me to do this, right? Uh, the other one will be quality time. Just setting aside some time with no interruptions, no kids, no cell phone, no electronics. And then physical touch, just kind of being affectionate. And I think sometimes it's good to know uh, what the other person's language is. Uh, like, for example, for me, the biggest one would be acts of service. If you tell me, hey, Viviana, why don't you just take the day off and I'll take the kids, right? So, like, my uh, my day would be uh, just take the kids, take me to massage, manicure, pedicure, hair, all of that. That would be my day, be- breakfast in bed. So, I don't really, you know, where some other women are like, okay, so can you upgrade my ring? You know, things like that because they want gifts. And I'm not saying that's negative. It's just that that's how, that's how we see love. Um, so, how, just from saying those five things, right? Words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. What would what? Tell me what yours is. That make that's how you show love. Because I think sometimes that's how because that's how we show love. That's also the way that we want love to be given to us. So which one do you? I, I do a combination with? of everything. Everything. Because you don't want to just limit yourself to one. Because women, again, different. You want that affection. You want that passion. You want a combination of that mystery, you know. Uh, I remember a quote that says, I'd rather live in a world filled with mystery than to live in a world so small where I can comprehend it. Yes. You know, so be, be surprising that affection uh, giving gifts, leaving things under the pillow. So being spontaneous. Yes. Keeping it fresh. Hey, who left that stuff in the refrigerator? Yeah. <laughs> what? Kool-Aid and stuff all in the refrigerator, but when you open it up, 
there's some flowers in there. Right. You be like, oh, you got me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things like that. Or when you walk out, because I know you don't like putting gas in your car, and your car is all filled up with gas. Mm-hmm. Man, I thought I was going to empty this. It's small details like that. From my perspective, a woman appreciated that he cares about me. You know? And so do you have the same, ex- what are your expectations for that female to show you, how, how can she show you love? Respect. <laughs> to me, it's respect. Most men, is respect. Uh, it's the way you communicate with me, how you treat me. Um, and that's what I mean, look at the actions Mm-hmm. You can say that you love me all you want to, but it's the actions is what I look at. Mm-hmm. How you treat me mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis, how you uh, communicate with me mm-hmm. with respect. You know, So that's how I look at yeah. your actions. Mm-hmm. One thing that I learned, and I do not remember where I got this from, because maybe I made up. Made, came up with it myself. I'll give myself the credit <laughs> if I did. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but sometimes, and uh, you know, you start to have a disagreement. Uh, and I'm the same way as you, Delia. I don't, I don't curse. I don't throw things, punch things. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm very mellow when it comes to stuff like that. I kind of just let you just um, chill out, and then we'll kind of talk about it later. But I know that there's been moments where it's the the conversations there has to be starts to be some friction. And one thing that I that I do is I might lean over and just kind of touch your forearm and just say, "Hey, honey." And then that kind of tends to work because we're making that touch, right? And I was telling somebody about it, and they were like, mm, that's a little bit manipulative. And mm-hmm. I said, no, it just kind of it works because I'm touching you and I'm loving on you, and it just allows you to kind of listen to what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that would be my, if I could only give one advice, that would be the advice that I would kind of give women. Because sometimes we, we start to, um, it's a power struggle, right, that sometimes we get into with our mates or, or just even with the opposite sex. And I think if we can kind of just kind of tone it down, it kind of, it alleviates the situation. And and they can tone it down as well because this irks me, not in a bad way, but it is so funny to me because I've seen before while I was mad with my mate, you know, really upset with him. And he came playing and joking with me. And I couldn't do nothing but laugh. Mm. I was like, stop, because I don't want to laugh. I don't want to laugh. Right. So it goes both ways. And the answer to your question, I mm-hmm. think all of that should exist. In a all of it. Yeah. I think it all should exist. I heard um, this pastor say before, and I've never forgotten, and it was years ago, and it's true. Um, he said that him and his wife, he said his wife would go and do something real nice for him. He said, and next thing you know, it would make him want to turn around and do something nice for her. Mm-hmm. You know, and they weren't competing, but they just kept that cycle going, wanted to do something nice for each other all the time. It doesn't have to be anything big, but I think that all of that should exist. Yeah, I want you to tell me I look nice. I'm going to tell you you look nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't need it, but send me a sweet text throughout the day or let me know you're thinking about me. Yeah. yeah. I think all of that should exist. Yeah, because it's nice to go to the store and somebody tells you, oh, you look nice, but my mate already told me this morning. You know, it's nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Versus you go like two years and somebody tells you you're beautiful. I'm like, dang. It's exactly. been a long time since somebody told me that. You know, so it's right. nice to have your right. mate tell exactly. you stuff like that. So I totally agree. So um, 
um, I think it's awesome. I think you you guys gave us some really good uh, information today because I think it's all about, uh, like you were saying, Patrick, is the respect factor. I think that's the biggest thing. And I think we have that expectation of other people towards us, but sometimes we don't give it. Uh, I remember I met a lady. She had been, she was married for fifty years or so, and I remember it was winter time. And, and I asked her. I said, "Hey, what is the secret to keep your relationship going?" And I said, "Do not use communication because everybody says that. Give me something different." She said, "Well, you know, communication is important, but I would say above communication would be respect." She said, "My, um, you know, her husband was older or whatever, and so she said, uh, my husband, as soon as it would start snowing, he would want to go out there and shovel the snow.'" And I would argue with him, she said, because as women, we try to change our man. And so she was like, why are you going out there? And she would start, you know, fussing at him. But she said later on in life, she had to learn that she just had to let him go outside and do what he does. Mm -hmm. And she chose to just sit by the window and watch him. So she had to learn to do that. And it's a respect factor. I know so many times, and I'm guilty of this. I don't do it now because I've learned from my from my uh, life um, situations. But it's sometimes, and it's and it's that part of that immaturity, right? Number one, because I didn't really have somebody there to teach me about relationships, so I kind of like had to figure it out on my own. But I think uh, knowing that, you know what, if you like lemonade and you like orange juice, that we can buy both both bottles, right? You don't have to drink what he drinks, or you don't have to drink what she drinks only, right? So I think it's having that mentality and having the respect um, to, to have those conversations and to know that sometimes, I think another word too is compromise. Compromise. Right. Um, so tell me a little bit about that, Delia. Uh, how can we compromise? Like, let's say I want Italian and you want Chinese and you just adamant because you just have that crave. What are you, are you craving that Italian food? You either go get Italian or Chinese or say, well, okay, sweetie, we're going to do this this weekend and later on in the week we'll do that. It's com it's, it's not a biggie. Mm -hmm. You know, you make You have to pick and choose. Yeah, you make something, yeah, your your something out of nothing. You know, yeah. that's just that simple. You always have to compromise in a relationship. You know, you might want to do something. You might want to buy something. And you do have to respect what your mate says. You know, this might not be the right time. So all of that, that's compromising. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, I remember um, with my ex-husband, we actually had to pull out the dictionary one time and define what compromise was. Mm -hmm. It got deep, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes, oh man, it's like when I think about my relationship with him, it's like we were both looking for the same things from each other and we were never, never able to give it to one another and it just didn't work. So I remember a gentleman was talking about showing um, selfless love, having selfless love, where you kind of just kind of give without the expectation of getting it in return. Mm. What do you think about that, Patrick? Lovely. Yes. Just like when you asked a question to me earlier, mm -hmm. you know, what do you want back? What do you expect back? Mm -hmm. To me, it's just respect. I don't want no gifts. You ain't got to do just because I went and bought you something, you got to mm -hmm. buy me something back. I'd rather for it to be authentic mm. more than anything, Yes. Uh, not just because. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do it, do it out of love, mm -hmm. out, of, uh, mm -hmm. out of the kindness of your heart. I know the difference. Mm -hmm. Just like if I give you something on your birthday, mm -hmm. that was expected. Mm -hmm. But what about that Tuesday? 
Right. <laughs> you know, right. Uh, all that thirsty, you know, uh, that's what makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. So compromising and in a relationship, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of give and take. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I want to hear what you have to say a little bit more about that. Because, again, I'm going to use me for an example. I was dating someone, and I told them, you know, it was something that they didn't want to do. And they felt like if they didn't want to do it, they shouldn't do it. And I say, but it's called compromising. When you're in a relationship, you compromise. And they say, you mean to tell me that people should do stuff that they don't want to do? I say, yeah, you do it with your friends. Yeah, so coming so, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that part I couldn't get. You, you do it with your friends. You this, compromise this with is, your friends. This is my look at that. Me personally, this life ain't about me. Right. Everything I do, I can. I have that's a process for me to learn that. And I just didn't jump out my mother's womb and say, "Hey, this life," mm-hmm. you know. But I've learned over the years that this life is not about me. It's about me making a difference in somebody else's life. Um, how can I put a smile on your face? Yes, you're right. A lot of times you do things. You do things at your job. Mm-hmm. That you don't want to do, but you do them anyway. But you do them anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, it, every man, every relationship is different. Mm-hmm. Again, you have to take it back from how they was raised, their morals, their values, their spiritual beliefs, uh, and how they look at different things. And that's through communicating. So, yeah, it's a lot of give and take. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to be successful, it's going to be some compromising. Right. And yes, you're going to do some things that you typically don't like doing. Yeah, you know, that lady might not always want to watch the basketball game mm-hmm. or the football game or the baseball, whatever, you know, but she does it anyway. Right. Know, so forth and so on. That man might not want to go shopping mm-hmm. and sit in that chair all day long. Right. But <laughs> sometimes it's, ne- it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a necessity. Exactly. Right. And, and that's about just showing your compassion toward one another. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So um, so thank you both for um, coming on the show today. Um, I did learn some stuff. Um, uh, the biggest thing I would say is, you know, when you said that uh, men are great communicators when it comes to anger. And I think we can kind of talk about that a little bit more on another show. Um, but I think sometimes we, as women, we don't understand a men's struggles at times. Uh, men, the, the stress that men go through, the responsibility that is on your shoulders mm. in reference to the family, the finances, mm. uh, the uh, leadership. Um, one of the things that I think Dilly and I had kind of talked about, or I don't know, maybe I just kind of said it to myself, but when we have bad leadership, you're not going to have a following, right? So it's important to have a, a great leader. Um, so I think it was great that we talked about the uh, leadership, the respect factor, the fact that uh, men uh, process outward and women inward, as you stated. And I think uh, these, these type of dialogues are good to have to kind of get some stuff out in the air and to um, have understanding of the, of the other uh, gender. Uh, I think sometimes we have these conversations. There's a lot of shows. There's a t- you know books. There's YouTube videos. Um, but I think sometimes people don't get raw enough 
to kind of um, help the you know the the other gender. Um, but did you have any uh, closing? Things that you wanted to say, Delia or Patrick, or anything else that you guys maybe mm-hmm. wanted to talk about that we we didn't cover or anything as you were taking notes. Well, again, I appreciate the uh, the invite, uh, and again, allowing us both to express some things that uh, we wanted to discuss, uh, and I think we hit a lot of key points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, some of these subjects may be needed for another show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I'll be interested. I'll be tuning in to listen mm-hmm. to some other insight, uh, some things that may be said that I didn't think about myself. So again, I appreciate this platform, mm-hmm. and hopefully those that are listening that they learn something as well. Yes, exactly. most definitely. That's the whole objective is uh, again to have transparency and just to kind of learn from other people's experiences. We're not perfect, and we don't have all the answers, but we can kind of talk about our um, our life life lessons so again thank you uh delia and patrick for being on the show today and we will see you uh next time thank you for listening to life our podcast about living intentionally for empowerment we want to thank our sponsors music concierge by mccall we can find them at instagram mcm underscore sound thank you for a plus power washing at we underscore power wash and A plus academics at A plus underscore academics. If you want to contact our podcast life, you can find us on Instagram at Viviana underscore A plus underscore life and on Facebook at Life with Viviana. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned. I'm sure you will all agree that there are things that need to be done in this country today.